what I've realized through throughout life and poker and and acting and everything I've ever pursued in my life, relationships, everything, is that you can't control the results. You can only control your actions. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, my name is Decentralized Autonomous Organization. That's no, what I want to talk it's about. Not, can it's I not talk your about name. That's not your name. Can I talk about it? Please? What's your name? Dow. That's not your name. Okay, you can sit in the corner. We're doing this episode um, that I prepared today. I prepared an episode about a decentralized autonomous organization. We're she won't let me do it. We're doing one that I prepared she, today. She says it's too boring for her and I she won't let me do it this week. She I, says I can do it I next prepared. week. Yes. But I prepared it for but like But you're not going to hear hours. it next week either because we have a different episode coming oh, out. Oh, So maybe in two weeks, you know, so stay tuned. Wait, you want to promo it? What is it? Okay, we're doing a really hot episode soon, hopefully soon, um, about decentralized autonomous organizations, which is super cool. And it's actually going to change the future, but we apparently can't talk about it's it in the sexy. Present. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss that episode. It's going to be really, really, really good. It's actually so really pro-worker. It's going to be really pro-worker. It is. but And, and it's going to change the future. It will. So but, subscribe okay. so you don't miss it. And also rate us on iTunes very highly so that you don't miss it. Okay? Now they know. Thank you. You happy? No. All right. Also, check out our Patreon because Steve talks about this shit all the time on Crypto Corner. It's patreon.com slash sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I. He does a three-hour live stream all about cryptocurrency every single week. A lot of people have made a lot of money from that live stream, I've heard. So It's where they let me talk. And they let him talk. Yeah. So if you're into that, if you're into Steve talking, then go over there. You Thank you. Would Thanks you like plug. to would you like to hear something that that yeah, I put sure. together today? What's up? Um okay, so I wanted to do this topic about balance that came up a a couple episodes ago. I briefly touched on it. Um but I've been thinking about it a lot, mostly because um well, this is a topic that we kind of went over uh, a couple years ago. Balance is such a general term, but the specifics of this topic, we did a topic on a few years ago, yes. but we are in a new place, a new environment, and I feel like I'm refinding my footing again. I don't know if you feel that way too. I do, but I'm also confused because honestly, the Olympics is going on. I'm thinking about gymnastics balance. Oh, well, gymnastics isn't happening. It's the winter Olympics right now. It's footing. not the summer Olympics, you okay. fucking idiot. Sorry. Go ahead, do your topic. What kind of balance? <laughs> <laughs> okay so um yeah so a couple weeks ago i was like i figured this shit out i was like so stoked to do an episode on this because i was like oh my god i unlocked the key the magic the mystery everything that i wish i would have been told it's some shit they don't tell you i gotta tell the people about it yes. and what i had discovered was that when my life is in balance everything just flows naturally and it feels like it should always be this easy if you keep it in balance and and for me what my hardest thing to do was was let go of working too much and stressing Mm -hmm. about work too much so I started incorporating more fun and like life um like 
Hmm. What do I? How do I? Uh, so, I mean, recreation. Recreation. You've had things. none of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't do it do very it. well. Yeah. I don't know how to relax. The first two days of vacation, I'm. It's useless. I don't <laughs> even know why we pay for those yeah. days because I can't stop thinking about work and stressing out. And also, I'm like trying so hard not to think about work that I'm stressing myself out because I don't think I'm relaxing enough. Yes. And then I'm like trying so hard to relax that I'm not relaxed. By the way, it's fun vacationing with Nikki. It's really fun. So after mo- there are moments where it is fun. Though. By the third day, I think I have a drink or two in me, yeah, and I'm like, okay, we're in a well, new place. Well, you can place. let go. You, it takes you a while to let go. It does. You can't let go. And I don't know why. Like it's yeah. really always been well, very hard for me. Because you're your father's me. daughter, and he can't let go either. And you guys have the, that trait together. And yeah. Yeah, it's genetic. It's fuck. It, and it and it comes from um, a place of worry. You know, like making sure that everything is secure. Yeah. And I think you know, for my dad, he grew up um, it, poor and in poverty and. Um, and it took a lot to get out of poverty. And so you always have in the back of your mind that you could slip back into that, you know? Yes. And if you don't like cover all your bases. And so he's constantly like stressing. And so he taught me the same thing to constantly be stressing. Everything, every time I thought that I was okay and like I could maybe relax a second, he'd catch me. Like he'd be like, <laughs> you forgot to do this. And like I'd get yelled at and it was like, <laughs> and I'd cry and it'd be a whole thing. Yeah. So I always feel like somewhere I'm dropping the ball. So I just don't over your shoulder know and they're noticing where, you're dropping the ball. Somewhere I and I don't even know where I'm dropping the ball, but somewhere out there I am. But that's the best part is as your husband and I mean, frankly, I've been with you for like ten years. I've seen up close and personal how that little voice in your head affects you. It's so fascinating because you'll just be sitting there all of a sudden and just no matter what, you're just like, I know I'm fucking up, and it's like, yeah. whoa, you're you're fine. Like you're you're good, but yeah. you're like no, I know I'm fucking Especially up. Especially when I'm ahead of schedule, I'm like this doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't know how everything's done by two p.m. That's this doesn't happen. I'm so I'm fucking up somewhere. And yeah, there are people who look at you and go, "How does she get all that stuff done?" Yeah, it's like. But then I know the inner workings, and I'm like, it's a mess. It's a blessing and a curse because <laughs> I do get shit done, but yeah. also I never enjoy it. Yeah. So that's the that was the part where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy it this year. Like this year, I'm going to have maybe, maybe I have to tell myself it's a gap year where like I just don't do anything because it's a transition for sure. Mm -hmm. I also am not doing the things that I was um, hustling for in LA. Like when I I was really hustling for the entertainment industry and a career there. And I'm not doing that here. So I can chill there. Um, And we, we have enough to cover our bills and all that, like all the basic life stuff is covered so i'm like okay let me see what this like chill thing is like <laughs> what's chill nikki like <laughs> it was uh it's... i have to say chill nikki is just as intense but she's just enjoying what she's doing more yes that's it right well you know i get obsessed with things yes. i don't know if you know this about me uh, more. but i get really hyper obsessed with one thing at a time and right now it's poker I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, <laughs> so um, the thing that happens with that, and this is what happened with acting too, was it's I get very obsessed with the results too. Like if I'm putting that much time into something and practicing so much, if I am losing, then I get so motherfucking sad. And like I, and I almost attach it to my identity and self-worth. Yeah. That like you definitely do, yeah. And you I and my intelligence, do. like I just like everything. It's all my fault that things are going so wrong, and um, and so yeah, I was I was on a downswing in poker, and I was 
beating myself up. I was getting so pissed. But then I wake up in this house and it's beautiful. And I walk around our neighborhood, which we live around lakes and there's ducks and there's like bunnies and it's beautiful. And I I went on my morning walk and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm not, I decided I'm not playing poker for like at least three days, you know, just like at least like a break. You're, re- you're in recovery. <laughs> Even though I'm listening to poker podcasts. Yeah, of course you are. You and know. you're reading game theory. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to like improve on things. Anyway. Um, yeah, and I was listening to a podcast where he's talking about how when he is um, happy in all the other areas of his life, poker just comes easy because it's fun again. It's like you're just it's just a game. You're having fun. It's an enjoyable activity, right? And you're not so worried about the results. And that that was true for me. Um, I took a big break. I went. I did film Big Mood. I ended up not playing poker for a week. And when I came back, I had my biggest winning session I'd ever had. And because I wasn't concerned with the results, I was very much happy with the rest of my life. And I took a look at the rest of my life, and everything was actually really balanced. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever had that ever. Like I yeah, don't I think I've. Yeah, I agree with that. And and so I was like. I got to tell the people about this. But like poker, when you're winning, Jesus Christ, <laughs> when you're winning, it seems like it's so easy. You've always been winning. You didn't take poker off. You're playing poker right now. And no, I'm just saying <laughs> this is the analogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that um, is that it's it actually I got I got tricked because, yes, my life was balanced. But that doesn't mean I'm automatically going to win poker, too. You know, it, it, co- oh, it correlated with a very good winning session. But I thought, I'm just going to constantly be winning now. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the rest of my life is fucking awesome. And I'll just think about that when I'm playing poker. That's, that's actually <laughs> woo-woo shit. <laughs> yeah. And oh, so when I hit another downswing, I was so confused. And I was like... <laughs> Wait, but I'm talking about how awesome my life my life is balanced. Wait, this can't be. I thought I found the key. Um, so anyway. At least you're not insane. Right. <laughs> At least that. Yeah. So anyway, I was thinking about, because um, then I'm like, okay, fucking back to square one. And I thought about how with anything that you're good at, um, you have a system in place, like a base yes, system. very much so. You have to Rules. have that. Yes. And and with with poker, when I was going back to square one, the system is GTO. It's it's game theory optimization. It's just like the baseline. If you're when I'm first sitting at a table, I'm gonna play like this. It's like what the simulations say is the correct, best decisions you could possibly make during that time. Now you're gonna adjust it based on who you're playing with, but that's the baseline system. And if you can continuously come back to that system supposedly statistically in the long run it's it will be profitable yeah and i think that that is how life is too because when that downswing happened again i felt like the rest of my life got out of balance again where i was like i nothing's enjoyable i suck at everything i what if i'm doing everything wrong i'm crashing Yeah. yeah and because like with poker there's this base system i created a base system for life too i'm it's easier to get back on track and i just wanted to share kind of like that like that creating systems thing Mm -hmm. to have to fall back on when everything else kind of goes crazy because what i've realized through 
throughout life and poker and and acting and everything I've ever pursued in my life, relationships, everything, is that you can't control the results. You can only control your actions. Yeah, for sure. You can only control and, and give yourself the best chances of something working out, but you don't get to decide the results. Yeah, it's like a stunt driver who gets into a car accident. <laughs> like, yeah. They're fucking good. Yeah. They're amazing. But like somebody hit them. Yeah. And they, there's nothing they do. They practice every technique yeah, in the yeah. fucking book. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're really well versed in it. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's like. It, there's variance. Think about our past relationships where like I wasn't different. I, I was the same. I treated them the same that I treat you. It just wasn't a match. Yeah, exactly. But imagine if I was like, well, I'm just bad at relationships. Then. I should throw everything out. Just throw it away. Yeah. Relationships suck. The yeah. whole, like, let's just paint a broad pick stroke and every relationship suck. I'm just not a relationship person. Or I'm just not good at it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, lucky yeah. in love. I'm not good at love. I'm not, you know, it's just not in the cards for me. And so then that's how you think. And then, then you create your reality based around that. And and there's a all these different areas in life that I think if you are listening right now, there's probably an area that you've decided that you are unlucky in or you're bad at and you've kind of shaped your beliefs over time again and again confirming to yourself that you're bad at that, that you're not going to succeed in that area and it's fallen apart. It's called confirmation bias. Yeah. And you don't have a system yet that gets you back to a stable state. And the, the dangerous part about that is not, I mean... It's like, okay, so what? I don't have love, but I'm going to fucking kill it in my career. A lot of people, you hear that a lot. The problem is, if any of these life bucket areas are below 50%, it starts to affect all the other life buckets. So these are the categories of life that you should kind of have in balance. And and you could do a little little checking on them every day to to make sure everything, the systems, the engines are running properly. But um, the areas are... Money, fi- money and finance, uh, your relationship slash social life, your family, your career slash job, your physical health, your mental state slash mental health, and your creativity free time, creativity slash free time. Yes. So if any of those buckets um, are running near the bottom, you know, if they're running below 50%, you might notice that they're imp- drastically impacting the other areas in your, of your life. So, um, if, for example, if you're if you are got laid off from your job, that would affect your money. If your money is affected, it usually affects relationships. Statistically, that is the number Absolutely. one cause of divorce is financial problems. Yeah. So it's not just oh well that area is doing bad, but uh, all this other stuff is doing good. So I'm not going to worry about it. No, you have to plug the leak. You have to have something in place to help you get that area above 50%. Otherwise, it's going to spiral all the other areas. And I guess whenever I, I even looked up, I Googled life balance tips and stuff. And I no one talks about this. And I, I think what don't they talk about? The how because um, I've, I've I got a lot of articles on work life balance. But nothing about life-life balance. Okay, so define life-life balance. So life-life balance is having all of those areas, um, having a system in place that we're, in which you are taking care of all of those areas. Okay. And if, if one is drastically weak, that you are working to fix that one. Gotcha. Because leaving, ignoring it, like 
in my example before, I, I have a, a few friends who are just got burnt on relationships. So they're like, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna be single forever and I'm gonna work on my career. And I get that. Like, I've totally been in that state of mind before. But the problem is, is when, like, let's say you have a bad day in your career, you you spiral out. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you, you think, because now you think you nothing is, go, oh, is going on. you yeah. yourself worth. You're putting so much into that one basket and then also, um, you know, not having that, having a hole in any of these areas of life, it just kind of makes you incomplete. There's like, it feels like, like there's a feeling of incompleteness. Yeah. And, and so I'm not saying you're an incomplete person, you're a whole person, but having all these areas balanced will help you just be more happy in life and not, it's, it's less about, uh, it's less about needing all these areas to be perfect, but more about just creating a balance so that so that if one's kind of dri dripping, you're not like, you're not dying. Can you describe what it's like when like your life-life balance is off kilter? Because I think maybe some people don't even necessarily know when it is. Because I know people, Yeah. a, a lot of people who are maybe doing what you're talking about, who I got to say, they, at least in the moment, they don't necessarily know that they're not balanced out. Hmm. Well, I guess it would... I mean, you you kind of are in charge of that internal gauge, mm -hmm. but um, you know, one big one big like sign of it is your physical health starts declining a lot. Your physical health is probably impacted the most by any one of these areas dropping, mm -hmm. and stress causes a lot of disease in your body. Like, I didn't know that until I went to a nutritionist about um about SIBO my gut health issue and she was telling me how much stress causes physical disorders like like really like li lifelong like like bad long-term stuff if you don't get that sorted out mm -hmm. and and so i thought she was gonna put me on a diet or like tell me to different exercises or some shit no she told me to cut out things from my work life right she the first thing she asked was what my work life was like and I told her all the different projects I was part of and like how many things yeah. I do in a day and all this stuff. And she's like, no, you got to cut like three of those things out at least. And I was like, I don't know how to cut, how to do that. No, you do not. I have no idea. I had no idea what to cut out. Yeah. And so she's like, yeah, because you cannot continue because not only do you have the stress of work and then any stresses that come up with family or relationship, um, but you also there's environmental stress. So the air quality is actually something you can't see and a lot of us don't notice and we don't realize. I do now that I live in Nevada. I, yeah, I Jesus. didn't know. But she was like, yeah, there's an environmental stress that's also impacting your body. Your body's like just fucking fighting all day yeah. to keep your system running. And it has all of these this shit going in it. And then that's on top of like if your diet's bad or your exercise is off. So she's like, yeah, because you have to do so much to like, already to like keep your body healthy and balanced the stress from your work is gonna kill you okay and there's been so many people how, how often do you hear about like those people that work like 60 80 hours a week and then they have a heart attack dude i watched a guy die who did that really oh yeah yeah guy peed at my old job he like dropped dead in the middle of work like he just dropped hits a table they said he had a heart attack and then the worst part of it is 100% true, by the way. 
the worst part of it was finding out that he had nobody. Hmm. Like we found out that he had nobody. Like he had people at work and that's it. Like nobody came to his funeral. Like it was just everyone from the office. Like we had like a gathering for him and like it was just people from the office. He had nobody. That's so sad. It was so sad. But I found out he was just one of those work, um, like like live to work people instead of work to live. So he was just giving it all to his job. And like, you know, he was such a nice guy too. I remember him coming in all the time. We talk about football. He was a big Raiders fan. Talking about Al Michaels, who's the owner of the Raiders. And he would always just bitch about things. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. And like he was a good guy, and I, I like I, it's it's great because I get to remember his memory and stuff. But at the same time, like nobody really knew the guy, mm-hmm. like but except for he was a great, great, nice person, joy to be around. Every time he walked into a room, nicest guy you could ever meet. Yeah. But then he just drops dead one day, and then you realize how dark their existence is. This nice beacon of light, this great person who always just gives people so much. Yeah. You find out like maybe their home life was so much darker than you ever would have imagined. That's so sad. Very sad. And the way that he died was brutal. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So. Um, Not I to bring it down. I saw yeah, I watched I don't a man know how to transition die. from that. Is that okay? Can I, uh, uh, I had other things to say, but I don't know how to transition away from that. Um, hey, Mark, hit the breakup button. Break up. So a lot of people are like, well, I mean, it's not easy to like okay i don't i don't have a relationship i don't have love like how am i supposed to just have it you know how am i supposed to work on that area of life and there's a couple things that you can do and this is like for love for money for whatever is if you're feeling lack in a certain area again you can't control the outcome so either way you can't control the outcome so it doesn't hurt you to do some of these things that may sound a little woo woo um but they worked for me uh which was i mean that's anecdotal but um like when i was when i didn't have money to i was so so broke and i was like i don't know how to pay rent i don't know how i'm gonna pay my bills instead of like freaking out about it and like spiraling i just started pretending i had lots of money and every time i got a bill i was like i'm so thankful i could pay this bill which is hilarious yeah that is the way to do it yeah and like you have to almost like have that energy first to attract that into your life and uh like if you're having trouble with love like you just need to do more loving things so when i was short on money i was like donating money I, wow. I don't know why. That is really irresponsible and stupid. <laughs> it sounds like it, right? Yeah. It sounds ass backwards. Well, I know what you're saying because I remember getting dumped and it was like br- really brutal and stuff. And I remember coming home to an empty apartment and saying, honey, I'm home. Yes. And like stuff like that really helped me it, actually. It actually it was does. Like, yeah, it really gave me like a, a little bit of light in the darkness, you know? Because it's weird. Like it's like, I don't know if I want to compare it to placebo effect or, or what. I don't know if there is a comparison. But- when okay you just got dumped let's say you didn't do that stuff and instead you just thought about how evil women are and how relationships all suck you think that you would have been open to to dating me two weeks later no fuck no and so like you wouldn't be open you close yourself off to the thing that you want the most when you react in in a way that portrays lack 100%. 100%. In that area. 100%. And because you can't, like when I was talking about not being able to control the outcome no matter what, what, because, it, you know, whether you're pissed about relationships or not, like, you're not g- going to get a better outcome. 
so why why not give yourself the best chance by yeah when you when you seed this beautiful moment when yeah. you actually seed that you're not in control and then you can i think you can really enjoy things more yeah, exactly. Because you, know? you, you stop taking life so seriously. Yeah, exactly. Because when you you have a lack of something, it's almost like that's all you can see. Uh huh. And it, it take it consumes the rest of your life, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Of like one bucket being below the fifty percent threshold, it can sneak up on you and start to consume, and like almost like a succubus, like suck the life out of everything else in your life that you might have otherwise enjoyed super great example of this that i've seen many times which i wish i hadn't seen but i've seen it so many times is anytime i talk to short guys they'll talk about how short they are the whole time but in a way that's like well chicks don't like me because i'm short and like what's up with that yeah it's like bro just fucking stop it because i've met short guys who also slay yeah because they just make fucking jokes the whole time and they don't give a fuck exactly and that's the whole thing is like they don't even necessarily make jokes about how short they are but if they do they own it and they don't give a fuck and they're like yeah i guess what no no, no guess what? i'm not short and all this shit but like it works it actually works because they're confident yeah right they show confidence about whatever the fuck it is and then nobody cares that they're like they're physically short like because their personality is fucking big it's true it works and but yeah but when you just look at what you don't have yeah and you talk about what you don't have everybody sees it like everyone's judging you for it or like or even you're just judging yourself for it i don't know but it (laughs) it it becomes your identity almost and and if you ever did get money or something like let's say you're like oh my god i have no money and then you ever did get it you still it became so much a part of your identity that you're poor that you it doesn't stay with you yeah, I'm not saying there aren't chicks out there who are like, I don't date guys who are under blah, blah, blah height. Oh, whatever. there totally are. Of course there are. Those aren't the ones you're going to attract. Exactly. It's Or maybe you will. But yeah. Because you're maybe just, you're changing because their mind. You, you don't, you're just like, dude, I am fucking awesome. Who gives a shit? Like, who knows? Yeah. Just who knows? Right? Yeah, exactly. You don't know. You don't know. You'll never know the outcome. So don't act, don't think that you, don't ever think you know. know. I can already tell. Underconfidence and overconfidence yeah. wise, thinking you know the outcome to something is Horrible. always going to be bad news. Horrible. And that leads me to my next thing, which is about like loving the process more than the results. Because the results are so fleeting. It's like you, okay, you're going to, let's say you want to climb to the top of that hill. Okay, then you do it and it's like, okay, you're only on the top of the hill for a second. Like, what about the entire way up there? Absolutely. You know, were you enjoying that? Or were you just like, I fucking hate this, but at the top of the hill, it's going to be so cool. Because then if that's all that it is, then once you're up there, it's such a, a snap of the fingers moment, the rest of your life is empty. Anytime, you have to enjoy the run up the hill. Anytime you talk to people who went through some shit, they always talk about it like, and I got through it. You know what I mean? So they talk about it and they're kind of like, you know, they're kind of remembering how hard it was, like every hurdle they had to jump and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they talk about it like, man, if I didn't go through that, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it enriches your life in a way, even though it fucking sucks. Yes. Like you, you gain so much in experience and things that you can bring with you to the top of the hill. Yes. It's like you're gathering flowers along the way so that at the top of the hill you can build a little home that's pretty or whatever. Me and Nikki will both tell you, we don't know how we got to where we got to. I don't even know. I have no fucking clue. I don't even know that I could do it again. But man, am I appreciative of every step of the way. Yeah. Like I really, really am. Because every step of the way informed the next step and the next step. And yeah, there was stumbles and all this shit, but man, am I glad to be where I'm at. So much variance. Yes. But, you know, that reminds me of my favorite ever quote. Not You know, I, I, I maybe have done this before on the show. Obviously, I have. But especially on shit they don't tell you after dark. But 
um, you know, it's Winston Churchill. He talks about, you know, every day you make progress, every step be fruitful, but there will lay before you an ever lengthening, ever ascending, ever improving path. And this so far from discouraging only adds to the joy and glory of the climb. And that to me is everything. Like that's what life is. It's like you got to go uphill sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's going to suck, but this is part of the journey and it's beautiful. Yeah, you you really do have to be present and cognitive about those moments. Yeah. And and every for the better or for worse, every position in life is temporary. So if you're going through something rough, it's just know it's temporary. And if you're going through something great, that's also temporary. You know, this too shall pass, that saying. It's uh, you often hear it when people are going through a rough time. But it's also true for people that are going through a great time so bro life is temporary yeah (laughs) so just enjoy it while you have it enjoy all the moments yeah because it's that's really i think what it all is about but that's going off off to airy fairy world i wanted to talk about the processes so like if you are to enjoy the process what sort of process what baseline system can you create for yourself that it's not a chore to balance your life out. You know, everyone's like, how do you juggle all these things? And it's so stressful. And like, you're love. And it is, it is. It's a lot. Okay. I'm not saying it's easy. But if you can kind of create a system where you enjoy checking on each area and keeping them thriving, the juggling part feels more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not, it's not such a, a train wreck where you're like trying to stay afloat. It's like um, it's like a fun like you're you're having fun along the well, way. Well, there's a beauty and responsibility too that I really believe in. Like um, you know, even like so like our weekly chores that we have. Yeah. Like there's a beauty in it. Like like there's a real there's something I take a lot of pride in with it. Like like you know moving to where we live now in mm-hmm. Vegas, I have to do the trash every week, and I actually really like it. <laughs> it's like you're nurturing something. Yeah, exactly. It's like that that human. I'm doing something of, for our house. Yeah. Like when our, our house needs this, and I'm doing something for it, and I can see the progress myself. Yeah, and you see things like start to grow and thrive and stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. emptied out our garage that way, like through like through every week, just bulk trash day. I'm fucking getting rid of shit ton of boxes, but like you know, and that it sounds corny, but like I really do see like myself building that out even though i'm emptying something no that's great actually one of the you just reminded me of another little thing i do you know i was talking about the bills and saying like oh i'm so thankful i could pay this bill if that's not working for you another thing that um has helped me a lot is in every you could do this with every area i started doing it with self-care and um like mental in the mental health category because i realized i had a lot of like negative self-talk but treating my body and and me as a person as if it's like a pet that I'm taking care of. So I need to feed it and I need to feed it good food and I need to talk to it nicely and tell it good things. And I need to take it for a walk, you know, (laughs) I need to like exercise it, right? Like I'm taking care of a pet. And you could do that with your finances too. You treat, treat money like you're taking care of a pet. Like you don't just fucking throw it at trash and, and spend it on junky things and and like get rid of it. You you, ch- you save it, you invest it, you help it grow, you spend it on things that nourish you. You know, it's like it's like the same thing. Buy NFTs? Buy, sure. Thank you. I guess. Thank you. Again, well said. patreon.com slash sticky if you want to learn more about that. 
But, you know, same with relationships, friendships, any area of the life um, that you're struggling with. You try treating it like a, like you would a pet. I like that. Like it's it brings out that more nurturing quality and where it's fun or not fun, but like enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like you're a caretaker of something. Yeah, I like that. I think that's part of my personality profile anyway is I like to take care of people. Yeah. 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 So that that's like an easier thing for me to just like, okay, I'll adopt that. No problem. Yeah. What's good? Well, when we come back from our break, I will go over some maybe helpful things if you don't have a system in place. What a sell. Maybe some helpful things that you can incorporate into and your life. Maybe not. Maybe they're not helpful at all. Maybe they maybe they suck. I don't ever pledge to know the answers. Love it. All right, great. With that, we'll be right back. Buy what we tell you to buy. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Cute. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> okay, we are back. And I promised you to give you tips that might help. Maybe. Possibly. Wonderful. There's a slight chance that they could help. Awesome. A little smidgen of a chance. That's all we can hope for. Okay. Um, the, and this is all just stuff that I put together. I wish that there were more studies or articles written. This is just stuff that has really helped me. And so that's why I'm like, you know, maybe it'll help you. I don't, I can't like speak with super confidence cause I have only known from my own life experience, but it has really, really helped me in the same way that, uh, in the same way that I used to be a really messy person and I still like naturally am kind of more of a messy person, but I've organized our house in a way where there are systems in place that when there's a mess, I can clean it and not get overwhelmed by it because I know that there's a, there is a way that it's clean. You know, there's, there are places, everything has a home and there is a certain way that the house operates that it can stay clean once we get it back to that state. And that really, really helps me because it does, it makes me feel like when the house is messy, that it's not always going to be messy, that there is a way to get through it mm, yeah. and get back to the baseline. Right. And so with these systems um, for life, that's exactly how I feel. When everything seems messy and chaotic, I'm not as overwhelmed as I used to be because I know that I've created systems that once it gets back to the baseline, I can just start over again. Makes sense. Square one. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I also wanted to ask you about maybe if you had any systems that have worked for you because we operate very differently. We do. Um for me, if there's an area that's lacking, like I said, you can't control the results, but you can control the action steps. So if I was um, hurting in money, I would uh, figure out what my spending habits were, a financial screenshot of that, and then um, try to spend less and try to um, save. I'd I'd set a a little goal like, okay, I'm going to save 10% of each paycheck. And once I could do that, and I've done that for a few months, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to save 20% of each paycheck. Mm. And then, you know, and then get on that system. And then, like, it builds confidence that I can 
can do that and manage the finances. And then also I now have this little nest egg of savings. I don't know that my method is as good as yours. Um, okay. Because I think I'm way too hardcore. Like if I find out that- Well, you're way too sick, bro. I'm way too sick, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Damn, okay. That's all I had to say. Shit. So no, um, but like if, I, I just go to to the extreme too much, I think. Like, mm. like where it's like, okay, we need to spend no money. Guess what? <laughs> Guess how much money I'm gonna spend? Zero. No money. Yeah. Like basically no fucking money. You know what I mean? It's just too much. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not, it's not what people should do. So yeah, I definitely have I definitely know that about myself now, so I can freely talk about it. Like mm. I'm more aware of it. Because yeah, I used to just be like I'll never forget like one time, like years and years ago, like being at a store with my girlfriend and my um you know, my uh my card gets bounced declined. declined. Yeah. And then I call the bank. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you got, like, what do you call it, where they take out money because you didn't have the money? Oh, overdraft. Ooh, and they had, like, four of those, Shit. and they were all $35 charges. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going that on? happened to me. I cried. I was like, how can you guys do that to me? I I didn't want, I just declined my shit. Fuck you. It's so mean. And, yeah, um, and, yeah, I, had, I found out later that, like, the check that I had put in, the teller had put it into savings. Yeah. So it wasn't even my fault. Yeah. Like, I handed it to them, so they put it in checking, they put it in savings. Then I go use my card, and then they like charge me all the shit. So yeah, it was crazy, but it was so embarrassing. Yeah, and like so, I was so infuriated by it. Yeah, and I swore that it would never happen again. It's never happened again. That's for damn sure. Yeah, because I just made sure that well, I went too hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> you went extreme. Yeah, so that's kind of how I deal with things. I go a little bit too hardcore sometimes. That's true. I'd I'd say that's true about you. Yeah, but yeah. I know it about myself now, so I try to be a little more moderate about things. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say maybe try one of my systems. I think that's you know? not bad. I like think that's not bad. Set little baby goals. Yeah. And then you have, when you have achievable little baby steps like that, it it just builds more confidence. Yeah. And it builds that area of your life too, like little brick by brick instead of, oh, I got to build the whole house today. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, once again, I have to do sports analogies, but, you, you know, if you're down like fucking... 27 points mm -hmm. you can't get that back in one series you like right. you, you're playing football like that, that doesn't that doesn't exist you, you get seven maybe you get eight if you're down eight buy-ins you'll probably not get it back in one there, it session. there it is there it hey, is hey if you're down on DeFi protocol because you just fucking were rolling on ether roll guess what you can't get it back in one roll and we have a lot of these analogies yep. so if Go you are just so interested in them you can check out our patreon <laughs> <laughs> really selling it um okay so yeah i do that if you're maybe if you're lacking in love you say you like okay i'm gonna go on one date a week or i'm gonna say yes to more social events i'm gonna put myself out there more i'm gonna be more open you know something like that okay and then you just and then you just do it and maybe you miss a week and you're like okay but i didn't i didn't hit it that week well hold on let's talk about this for a second yeah because sometimes you do this but then you're like i'm a piece of shit so how do you get out of that headspace? Because I've seen this happen to you. So reverting back to these systems. Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm if I miss certain categories, like all at the same time, yeah. it feels like I'm a piece of shit. But then I'm just go, okay, reset. There's a simulation that I do every morning as a poker. This is how you do it then. Let's go. <laughs> and um and I do I like to do a hundred hands and it tells you all the mistakes you make. And sometimes I made way too many mistakes and I feel like shit about it. But then there's a button that you press called change and reset. And I just change and reset. It's a brand new session now. And I start from the beginning. I'm like, I know what to do. Just change and reset. 
so I started doing that in life where I'm just like, all right, change and reset. We know what to do because we know what to do. But this I'm trying to give people, if you don't know what to do, here are some, here's a baseline system that you can incorporate to, so that you can change and reset and you won't freak out. Love it. You may, you might freak out still. I still like freak out. Well, that's what I'm saying. But but you you can change and reset. But have you seen me freak out? And not go back and no, you like always do, change but I'm your, saying, how yeah. do you do it? Like for people who don't know, yeah. you, like the inside of how that works. I think the that's systems. really interesting. If I didn't have these systems, I don't know. I would probably spiral still. Yeah. But I think the the having the systems. Um, the other thing is developing routines that keep things in maintenance. For example, your physical health. You know, make sure you're drinking half your body weight of water in ounces. That's kind of hard to do for some people. Like people are like, I don't drink enough water and I don't know how to get more water in. You know what I started doing? I fill my water bottle at night before I go to bed. It's on my nightstand. When I wake up, I drink the entire water bottle before I have coffee. And that's how I do it. So right away, I have 24 ounces of water in my body. Now I only need to hit 40 ounces more. So like I refill that bottle two more times. It's there. So it's, and that bottle is going to get refilled two more times. Do you think how the fuck did anybody survive when, you know, you can get 100 ounces of water a day? It's not about surviving. It's about it impacting all of these different facets of your men- of your mental and physical well-being. I mean, you can't make good decisions when you're dehydrated. It's proven to put you on tilt. I think my best decisions are when I'm dehydrated. No. <laughs> okay, maybe not. No. And you know I what think I'm also right dehydrates you is alcohol. <laughs> True. So there's a lot of dehydrate. Everything that's like, oh, this impacts your decision making. It's mostly to do with dehydration. <laughs> okay. Drugs. Just cutting off oxygen to your brain. You know, oxygen is in water. It's the O part of the H2O. I don't think that's true. I'll have to so, look that you know, you just like getting, you just need water. You need, also need to lubricate your system. So your digestive system is all off too if you're not getting enough water. So, uh, so that like causes constipation and... Uh, it backs your shit up like literally your shit is backed up and it and it's poison. It's like you're it's just toxic to not have your digestive digestive system working well. So water is really important, guys. Drink okay. your fucking water. I guess it's so. not that hard. Just fill up water bottles before you go to bed. Drink it bef- right when you wake up. I don't let myself have. That's another thing is like I give myself little rewards, but I have to do the 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 hard thing first, you know. So I don't get to have my coffee which I need my coffee, but I don't get to have it unless I drink my water. That's pretty good. Because caffeine's also a dehydrator. Well, I have to say, I made, I made drinking water kind of fun because I bought like my water bottle. Isn't it fun? That's another fun. thing, is making That's, the little yeah, things fun. Yeah, making it more fun. I also- Because I got my like water tumbler buddy and I like yeah. him. Yeah, it's fun. That's that's how I organized the house. Is like I bought aesthetically pleasing things and so I want it to be clean Yeah, because it looks nice. Oh, and to like actually like clean things, I bought like really aesthetically pleasing cleaners. Makes sense. Because I just I don't like to clean. So if I'm gonna do it, I want it to, I want it to be cute. Right. <laughs> Aesthetically yeah. pleasing cleaners. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Things that I never thought like would really affect, but it, it really does make a difference. Yeah, for sure. Because I would never want. I'm not. Attra- I need to be attracted to doing that activity. Actually, if you read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about that too. You need to make yourself be attracted to doing those habits. It's one thing to be like, okay, I got to do these things, but it's another thing to like make yourself want to do those things and every time you do do those things you're voting to be a certain type of person like so i want to be the type of person that is well hydrated and not just well hydrated but is healthy physically 
And part of that is getting enough hydration. So every time I drink my water bottle when I wake up, I'm putting a vote for the type of person that I want to be, which is a healthy person. That makes sense. And and every time I do an activity, like going on my 30-minute walk a day, I'm putting a vote in the box that says, I'm a healthy person. Yes, I vote yes for that. And every time I don't do that, I vote, no, I'm not a healthy person. And so it kind of, if your votes are in the majority healthy person, you don't have to get 100% all the time. But if most of your votes are going towards being a healthy person, chances are you're a healthy person. Right. And that's all it is. It's like, it's like you don't have to be a perfect person. I think people put, there's some people, a lot of people in my vlog channel comments that, you know, when I came out with Fuck Perfect and all that. You know, the jewelry, it's it's a reminder to me, but it also helped a lot of people because you don't have to be perfect in all these categories, but just if enough votes are going that way, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, and if you if you missed and you like put too many votes in the other category, it's OK. You can start over. You know what to do as long as you know what to do when you start going back that direction. I think that's really the the main part. Um so I uh, 30 minutes of, you know, I, I already went over that exercise and stuff. Um, but I also, uh, I read a study, <laughs> not a study, but I read a, a tweet. It was a post by, um, do you know who Dr. Andrew Huber Huberman is? No. He's a neuroscientist. Um, Huberman. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of studies on um, performance and mental state, like, he went to Stanford University School of Medicine, but he does a uh, neural regeneration, neuroplasty, and brain states, and how stress, focus, fear affect that, and then how to get optimal performance. Um, well, anyway, he wrote a tweet, and the only reason I found this tweet was because it was kind of controversial. There was like a Reese Witherspoon retweeted it, and then some other person responded that like she's not perfect and she's not going to be able to do all that, but. Holy shit! I still People think, are so rude. I, yeah, exactly. I still think it's nice to know this is a <laughs> a guy so rude. that studies this is saying that this is like the best thing that can can change your life for the better. Wouldn't you just like to know? No, fuck her. She'll never be able to do it. <laughs> okay, so this is what he says okay. to do. He says performing this changes everything for the better. Number one, view bright light, ideally sunlight, in the morning for 10 to 30 minutes. I love that. Not looking directly at the sun. Don't be stupid. But like nothing that hurts you. But like, you know, looking at natural light. And if you don't have natural light around you, uh, get like one of those lights, those like, you know, those sunlights. Yeah, for sure. That kind of uh, mimic natural sunlight. Okay, so view. If you're in fucking Alaska or some shit. View bright, bright light, ideally sunlight in the morning for 10 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I will say, ever since we moved here, where our house is so naturally lit, just in the living room drinking my coffee in the morning Same. is just beautiful. I Same. just, I definitely notice an impact on my on my mental state. Even just waking up in bed and having the sunlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the best. Absolutely. It's the best. That's my, That's probably the best part of my day, like almost. Yeah. Like waking up and looking at the sunlight and being like, at the Yo. blue sky yeah. and the trees. trees. Yeah. Beautiful. Totally. Number two is cold exposure. This one I don't do, but he says number two is cold exposure. Either a shower, ice bath, or a two neck plunge in cold water for three to six minutes. What the so, fuck? Yeah, taking a cold shower for three to six minutes. What is with these people? This is like my buddy Joe <laughs> Jitsukawa going to fucking waterfalls. So he went on the other lady's side. Yeah, dude, it's just like, what are you doing? Like, well, who, this is, it's actually, about? it's- Why are you gonna suffer? It helps your metabolism. It helps a lot of things. All right. Okay. 
Number three is delay caffeine for uh, 90 to 120 minutes post-waking. Hey, fuck this guy. I, <laughs> no, see, now you're on that lady's side. Yeah, I'm with the person who says fuck Reese Witherspoon, too. <laughs> yeah, while we're at it. Okay, so while I have not been very successful at delaying caffeine 90 to 120 minutes, I will say that if I drink a water bottle of water and... um. And then I, this has happened like a couple times where I didn't get my coffee until three hours after waking up. It did improve my mental state. I don't know why. But you still can't swear by it because it's such a habit, right? No, it's such a habit for me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like waiting that long because then three hours after I wake up, then it's almost lunchtime. Yes. It's going to interrupt my lunch. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do that one. Just no. I might try the cold exposure one. Maybe. But the uh, the delaying caffeine that one's that one's. How too would much. you do the cold exposure one? How would you do it? I can delay it an hour, maybe tops. You gonna jump in our ice cold pool? No, I just a cold shower. Okay. Um, and then number four is no bright light or screen viewing between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. That's not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, well, you bad. you're a late night I'm computer. A late, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm but a night owl. It does affect because there's different frequencies. At that time, it if it does affect your brain waves and yeah. your your REM. Blow and me! Your... Half of the crypto projects that I'm invested in are in South Southeast Asia and Singapore and shit. So there's nothing I can do. Listen, you Sometimes don't, have you to don't get up. argue with me about I'm not Reese Witherspoon. I'm in the casino until Fuck four a.m. I'm in the literal casino looking at bright lights until four a.m. So hey, true. you know it's hey, not. Respect. Respect. I'm not arguing. Respect. I'm just saying that this is a neuroscientist that has studied optimal performance and this is what he says to do. And I promised the people to give them tips that might be helpful to them. What does he say about having cat hair in your eyelashes? Dude, I had that all fucking, me yeah, all... right before we started filming. Good Lord. You're lucky you don't have mascara on. Yeah, I know. It's a nightmare. Good Lord. Actual nightmare. That's what I get for loving kitties too much. Same. Okay, so I would like to know, do you have a morning routine? Yes. What's your morning routine? Uh, instantly wake up, check the markets. Instantly. That's <laughs> the first thing I check. So do you, are you drinking anything? Are you eating uh, anything? I wake up, I uh, roll over. Yeah, I usually have a glass of water by the nightstand, always. You don't drink that water. What are you talking about? You don't drink that water in the morning, be real. You've said that like Hold dust on, gets about? in there in the morning. What? Oh yeah, if I think a, if I suspect that a kitty has has uh, has sloshed a little fucking head in it, you know how many full cups of water I've not taken full. from half full cups of Thank water you from your nightstand, and I don't know how much you drank before you went to bed. Probably the the half of it. I would say you don't drink water when I you wake gulp up. it. When you wake up, you do not drink water. Yes, I do. You go, okay? You you have to actually pay attention. You to You drink this. a gulp of water. I do and every you time, call, and you call that drinking water. Um, it's a gulp. It's literally what it is. No, it's, wetting your palate in is a court not, of law. I think I would be wetting your palate. I think they would all stand up and clap. I think I'd get a standing up for that. Would you be open to potentially drinking more water in the morning? Yeah, sure. Because you know your health is kind of impacts my financial situation too. If like you have some <laughs> health issue, which between the two of us, you've had more expensive health issues. Look. My mom will tell you, I have been prone to freak accidents ever since I was a kid. Great. Love it. Well, it just is. Yeah. So maybe, you know, do some stuff to prevent it. We can't control the results. Well, look. But look, maybe I we could control the actions. Shit, like my fucking kidney stone thing. Yeah, it's hereditary. 
So maybe, you know, drink some water. Drinking water has nothing to do with kidney stones. I do drink okay, water. Okay, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying. I know, but this is a big misnomer that everyone thinks like fucking kidney stones has to do with drinking water. But like I had three PhDs tell me Listen, it has nothing to do with I it. don't it's, give a shit. Yeah. You have to drink water uh, regard. I don't get I, do. I don't get kidney stones and I still drink Dude, water. You live in Nevada. If you don't Who drink cares? water, you're fucked. I drink water. Don't worry about it. I've I've only seen you really drink like sodas, monsters, um, like mixed crystal light type of drinks. Yeah, those are the fun. That's when I'm having fun. Yeah, maybe like drink I, some but more water, I, but bud. Dude, there's water. There's my water buddy next to me all the time. Water buddy is getting wrecked constantly. Okay. In fact, I'm the only one. I have to say this, not to put you on fucking blast, but I guess I have to because you're putting me on blast. Yeah. I'm the only motherfucking that's one. That's not true. That who refills the nope, That's not true. I, I am. So you barely. Okay, refill you know what? I'm not gonna refill. I'm not you gonna refill it anymore. You no. always fucking take. No. You take. You don't give. You know what you do? You fill it past the max line, and then right. I can't fucking pour it because it's past the max line. No, it's because you're an idiot. And it, f- the water goes everywhere. Well, so thanks a lot for that, pal. If you're a moron, it goes thanks everywhere. Thanks for that, pal. If you know that and you know it's what's full so sad, fuck, then you know how to pour it. Is that I've actually been refilling the, the water thing and that you don't notice and that you're still saying this. makes me It hurts my feelings. You know what so else? So I'm not going to do it. Your parents told me you're a bad driver, so I think you're a bad driver. Why are you pulling out all the guns? <laughs> Who hurt you? Because <laughs> I don't mean it. <laughs> I'm well, just, okay. You, you attacked me, so I'm just attacking back. I'm not attacking you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to better your health and do some preventative care here. You broad shot at me. No, I didn't. It's fine. You're just a sensitive little bitch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then, what do you do? You check the markets, and then what? Okay, check the markets. Yeah. So let's see. I go down. I go downstairs. I go to the pewters. Um, usually. Yeah, usually this is like an hour before you get up, or at least an hour and a half, maybe. And then uh, check my emails. I isn't it weird that you've been waking up earlier than me lately? I know, dude. Ever since I, I moved used to, Vegas, to be, I, I wake up before anybody. Because I used to be the one that wakes up first. I know for I'm, at least like a couple hours, dude. I'm first guy down the stairs every time. It's wild, almost every time. Well, because you, um, you have done this amazing transformation since we have moved, especially. Where you can now stay up past midnight. Yeah. Which is wild. It's really weird. I am not used to you like this. Me neither. But you definitely need like eight hours of sleep and I don't. I get like yeah, five hours of sleep. I absolutely need eight hours of sleep. And if I get eight hours of sleep, I'm tired. Huh. So I need five hours of sleep, like, you know, maybe six. But like five or six hours is really good for me. Huh. And then I'm good to go because I think I have a good metabolism already. Yeah. So then. Um, I don't think it has to do with metabolism. Or whatever the fuck. I'm, 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 I got a, a high motor, pal. Okay. High motor. But point is, is like. Tell me you have ADD without telling me you have ADD. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, then I yeah, then I usually go to the fridge, and I get my caffeine. I get my uh, get my little monster buddy, mm-hmm. okay, and then I I sippy my monster buddy while I check on everything going on in crypto, check on the latest crypto news. There's so much going on in the market that like you you really can't fall behind even if you miss a day. Yeah. So like yeah, just just checking up on all that, checking up all on all my you know my crypto corner Discord. I go to my Telegram groups. I'm like in so many of those. So it's just a lot, dude. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And then um, you know depending on the day. So like you know some days I have to do a thumbnail for us. Mm-hmm. Some days I have to like compile articles for JK because I might be hosting. Some days you take the trash out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just depends on what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that you feel pretty balanced in all of your life areas? Uh, uh, I, I, I would say I didn't until about a month ago, until about three weeks ago. Which one was lacking? 
Uh, physical, health. doing physical health stuff. Yeah, mm. I have started to work out again, which feels great. Okay. Yeah, because when we first moved here, it just took so long to move in and stuff, and like your routine gets off kilter. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. And yeah, I just got into a little slump with that, and then I've been doing it again, and it feels feels great already. Like I, I like honestly, it's crazy how fast. Because I, I think I can get into a routine in three days, no matter what. Yeah. Like if I just do it, like three days in a row, and then like my brain wakes up and I'm like, let's go do this fucking thing, right? Yeah. So ever since I've reestablished that routine, it's like, okay, great. And, and I'm already feeling better. I think I've just recently started feeling, like that's why I'm kind of doing this topic because I feel like when we moved in, one, it was the holidays, so it was already crazy. Yeah. But we were also moving to a different state and you didn't have to do any of this stuff, lucky you, because um, I'm the shit, but I had to reset up. I had to cancel our old health insurance, get find new health insurance, which is not easy to do. Like it's, there's no manual on how to fr freaking find that yeah. when you don't work at a job already that gives you that benefit. Like to find independent health insurance and like from a legitimate source and that's an okay price is like really hard. And then getting our driver's licenses and setting that, was, that all that up and um, you know figuring out all our, our auto payments for our bills and our gas bill. I had to reset up our gas, our electric, our trash, like our water. There was There's new things because we're leaving a house now instead of a condo. Like So there's maintenance p things that need to be done that- HOA stuff. HOA stuff, yep. paying all the HOA. One of the HOAs, you have to still physically mail a check. It's so weird. So I had to figure that out. And then um, pool maintenance, uh, finding someone to do that, finding someone to do like the lawn maintenance because otherwise the HOA is going to get mad at you for that. Yep. So yeah, there was just a lot to figure out and then I felt like my house system wasn't set up yet because I knew where everything was in the condo and like everything was set up in a, a certain way to keep it clean and organized and everything. We didn't have any of that when I moved in so I had to like establish new systems. And by the way, if I was to do it, Nikki would flip the fuck out. Oh so yeah, because you're not good at that. It's not. So, but, the, but the point is, is like Nikki yeah. has to establish these systems or else Nikki freaks the fuck out. Because then I revert back to chaoticness, yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, I know what life was like before I had systems and it was unpleasant. But let, let me just say, because, you know, that's a, quite the list. Yes. Anytime Nikki asks me to do anything, I do it. But there are some things that she just feels she has to do herself and there's nothing I can well, do Well, there's about some it. things. So our jobs are split too and like, you know, where I I manage our finances mm -hmm. and I wouldn't expect you to just like if I threw it at you to know what to do. Like that's not really fair. Like with which one? With our finances. Like to oh, organize our finances. Yeah, organizing finance, no fucking way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, no way. So there's just... It, there was jobs that I have in our relationship that um, it's not your fault that you don't have to do that job because I already take that on because it's more of my strength than yours. Yeah. But it just was overwhelming when we first moved in to try to keep up with that and regular work. And I had like um, jewelry launches going mm -hmm. on and I had like family stuff. We had like visitors, we had guests. So I had to set up the guest room and like I know... I want to set up the guest room. Obviously, I don't want you to set up the guest room. I want to do it. <laughs> but it's just like a lot all at the same time. Yeah. And and so, yeah, it did throw me off a lot. Yeah. Um, is that the rest of your morning routine? Um. So, yeah, my little brother, Kenny, I usually check in with him on what he's looking at. Um, and then, yeah, I check in with my whale boys. And then um, 
It just okay. depends on what's going on. Yeah, this stuff. There's, this there's, isn't as relatable, but I'm glad you have a system. And I do. That's I mean, all I was I do kinda, it every time. trying to figure out. Like, if you had like, like if life kind of went off the rails for a month, like you would have a system to fall back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing yeah. every day. I can't do anything else. I have to do my routine. Yeah, yeah. If I miss my routine, I feel like a piece of shit. See, I feel like you've always been like that. Yes. Like where you have a routine or a ritual. If I'm on vacation, I'm actually kind of miserable, same as you, for the first couple days. Yeah. Because I need to still do my routine. You need to get situated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I and if I and honestly, if I feel like um, if I feel like there's something that I haven't done, or something I should have been focused on, why why do I deserve a vacation? Like I don't. Yeah, I've like run over of, that before. Yeah, yeah, but I thought but, you got rid of that. I did, but um, there's remnants of it just because I my goals are bigger now. Yeah, and so my um, you know, I I do take more time to appreciate where I got right, but yeah, but I definitely see my goals bigger, and I go, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I agree. When I'm in a building phase, which I feel like I'm in a brand new building phase. Um, I'd prefer to take little mini vacations, like little mini weekday weekend vacations, mm-hmm. as opposed to like one big week long vacation like we used to take. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh, um, and I check on all my miners too. That's big. Okay, I got it. You do, all this crypto stuff is like all in one category. Well, it's, you just asked me on routine. Well, if I told you each individual like makeup thing I do, do you care? It's the it's all makeup. Well, I tried to kiss you on the cheek before we did shit. Don't tell you, and you okay, told me. Okay, well, that why didn't you tell the people that? I messed with that's the very pattern. important. What was it? Pattern? Fuck. Prime. Oh, prime, okay. Prime. Yeah, you said no one would get it. No one would understand. No one will get it. So he kissed me when I hadn't set my makeup yet, where I had foundation on, but I hadn't like put powder. There was no setting or anything. So he kisses me, and it's just like you know, there's no foundation there anymore. The girls understand. Okay. Well, and some of the boys. My bad. Okay. So do you want to hear my morning routine? Yeah. I'm only sharing this because I think it will help someone out there, hopefully. Okay. Like, I, otherwise, I kind of think these are boring. Okay. Maybe it's because I already know my routine, so it's boring. I understand. But, um, so I have a weekly thing, weekly maintenance things that I have to do, like water the plants and change the kitty litter and all that stuff. Um, but then I have uh, my daily thing that kind of like, I try to check on all of those buckets in a small way daily so then they don't like build up a lack, right? So I wake up, I feed the cats, I drink my 24 ounces of water, I have my coffee and I either journal or I read while I'm drinking my coffee. And then whichever one I didn't do, I will do the other one before bed. So if I read Mm. while I was drinking coffee, then I'll journal before bed. If I'll journal during coffee, then I'll read before bed. Love it. Um, I try to meditate every day, even though, okay, I don't really particularly like look forward to meditation. I always like procrastinate on it, but when I do do it regularly, it does make a difference. So I, I really try to, I've tried to make meditation fun by walking to the lake to meditate. Oh, cool. Because then I'm getting my exercise in and then I'm also getting my meditation in, in a like pretty environment. So it makes it more. I don't know. Like I'm looking forward. It's like it's a treat. Love it. You know. Um, and then I do my yeah. So I do my 30 minute walk or run, and then I start work. And then nighttime, my nighttime routine is not as solid, but I I really try to make sure I do my skincare every night. 
when I sleep with my makeup, it's bad. <laughs> so I try to like- You do that often? Yeah. So I actually have really expensive skincare products and kind of on purpose so that if I- if I'm not doing it, then it's like, why'd you spend money on that if you're not actually going to commit to it? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it like makes me commit to doing it. Nice. Yeah. You trick your brain. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like you paid for this quality stuff, but it's not going to work if you don't do it every day. Right. So you're wasting money if you don't do it. And so I'm like, oh shit, I got to do this. Makes sense. Even drunk Nikki will wash her face now. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Unless she's passed out. Yeah. I mean, but... She passes out a lot. So yeah. then I try to do a nighttime meditation. And then I read her journal and then I try really hard not to look at screens within an hour before bed, but it's hard. It's too, that's the hardest one. It, that's really hard. That's the hardest one. Why do they make it so like 10 PM? Come on. It's so hard. Yep. I do try not to like scroll on my phone in the dark before bed. I think that's the biggest part. Okay. Like, like right before bed, falling asleep to it. That's not good. Agreed. But yeah, that's why I'll try to read her journal before bed. Right. Anyway, I don't know if any of this was helpful at all, but I felt like these were things that I wish that I had known a long time ago. Read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. He's really good at um, helping you put together systems and stuff like that. But I wanted to like just kind of touch on the why. Yeah, that Like makes the sense. balancing and the like, hey, your life doesn't have to spin out each time because one, you're not, you have to accept that you're not in control of the results. You're not in control of the outcome. Just accept like that whole mental thing. That's a huge part of it. Very true. Is accepting that. And then what you are in control of is your actions. And your actions can have a defined system that will give you the best shot over time at having positive results. Yes. Overall in a balanced life. So I hope that helps. Oh, by the way, favorite part of my, my routine? What? I wake up. Well, I'm already up. I hear you come down the stairs. Yeah. And I hear like a trail of kitties coming behind you. Yeah. Like a, a parade I, of kitties. I fucking, am, I get out of my computer so fast. I can't wait to see the fucking kitty a train stampede following stampede of, of kitties. It's hilarious, dude. We have so many cats. It's like absurd. Yeah. And they follow Nikki like she is like the, the Maharaja, bud. <laughs> like it's, cr it's crazy. She's the conductor of the train and like she's leading the, the kitties and they follow her wherever she goes. Yeah. If she wants to walk. For some reason, instead of going to their food, yeah. she just walks in a circle around like our living room. Yeah. And then through our kitchen, they'll just follow her yeah. the whole time. If I go to my office and like check on the computer really quick before I go downstairs, yeah. they'll all be in my office Shit is waiting. so funny. It's really funny. And by the way, oh, you're thinking, oh, why doesn't Steve feed the cats? Oh, because they won't eat it. Yeah. They won't fucking it's eat it. It's not about the food. It's not about I the food. I don't know it's why. It's their routine. They have to do They this, have a routine. They have this like, she, mama feeds us. Daddy does not feed us. Yeah. Weird thing. If dad feeds us, it's weird. I'm it's not touching it. I'm not and, touching it until mom wakes and up. They, they're going to go back upstairs. <clears throat> they'll, all, <clears throat> they'll all wait on the stairs for Nikki. There's no point in putting food out. <laughs> It'll just sit there. See, I think cats have, see, they must know something because they have their routine. They and do. if we leave for two days, they get so thrown. Yeah, they do. And they're really fucked up about it. Yeah. But then they go back to their routines <clears throat> and life's happy again. It's just funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So there you go. All right. All right. We'll see you well, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, please be sure to like it, subscribe, rate us on iTunes. I don't know. All that stuff. Share it, it with a, a lot. It share with the friends or family. It does but help a lot. Do things that help. Please, please. Do things that help us, please. Thank you. And um and, and that help Mark. Honestly, like just help Mark out. He's struggling. Oh my struggling. god, he needs it. Guys, he's struggling he right now. It. So help, please help Mark. 
And uh, but we'll is see. Mark an idea? We'll talk about that is next Mark time. Is Mark a person? We'll talk to you. We'll talk about that next All right. time. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.